This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Seeds of Doom, Part 1 Antarctica In the most inhospitable place on Earth, two men are using small pickaxes to gather samples at the base of a glacier face. Bobbily, come on Charles, we've got enough samples, surely, Winlet. This isn't ice, this is something else, but have a look. It is a round object of about six inches diameter, out of snow. Bobbily, what is it, Winlet? I don't know. Let's get it back to camp. Research lab. Main ice and snow is being carefully removed from the object. Bobbly. Ah, animal, vegetable or mineral? Stevenson. Vegetable. Winlet. Yes, that's what we thought. Stevenson. The crush's casing is unmistakable. It's properly thawed out. I confirm it with a chronology test. Winlet. The skin looks as hard as iron. Stevenson. Yes, it's a bit of a, a cannonball. How deep in the permafrost was it? Winlet, I guess about the ninth layer. Wobbly, that means it's been there for uh, 20,000 years. Well, what do you make of it, John? Stevenson, nothing at all yet. Wobbly, oh, I thought you were meant to be a botanist. Stevenson, I've not seen anything remotely like it. Winlet, it looks tropical to me, like a gourd. Wobbly, oh rubbish, Charles. If it were from the late Piscean period... It can't be tropical. It's a few million years since it, that this part of Atlantica has started going with rainforest. When it has a septic theory, discoveries like this destroy the septic theories for now. Isn't that right, John? Stevenson touches the object with bare fingers. When it, John? Stevenson, um, sorry. Mobley, is something wrong? Stevenson, don't you feel it? Mobley, feel what? Stevenson, I don't know. There's something odd. Something, you don't feel it? Mobley. It must be the ice pudding you had for lunch. Stevenson, I'm not joking, it's alive. That's it, that's it, that's it, it's alive. Bobby, you're serious? Stevenson, yes. Winnet, how can you tell? Stevenson, I don't know, but I'm certain it's a living organism. Bobby, yes, well, I think we should have some coffee. Winnet, coffee and a game of three-handed crib. Good idea, come on. Stevenson, I transmit pictures to London. They might have some idea. Winnet, John, come on. Dunbar's office in London at the World Ecological Bureau. A bureaucrat has a visitor. He's rather rump cramped office. Dunbar, Sir Colin insists, I show these photographs which have been received from my expedition. 
The doctor sitting on Dumbo's desk, playing with Yo-Yo. Dumbo, personally, I don't think you can help us. Doctor, don't you? Well, Dumbo gives him the file. Doctor, do sit down, Mr. Dumbo. With the doctor blocking the way to his own chair, Dumbo sits in the guest seat. Dumbo, these pictures were about of all the experts. Any reasonable explanation seems to be that pod has something is from the state that pleases the plant. Doctor sits in Dumbo's chair, his feet on the desk. Doctor, have you considered an alternative explanation? Dumbo, name one. Doctor, well, it might have originated in the space. Dumbo, my dear doctor, I've seen in anything like that before. You must have a very powerful telescope. Doctor, Mr. Dumbo, how long is it since the vegetation in Antarctica? Dumbo, I thought you were the expert in these matters. Well, as a matter of fact, there's one of the things that the British try and discover. It's found fairly deep in the permafrost say 20,000 years under the ice. Doctor, shh, it might well be ticking. Dumbo, what? Doctor, a time bomb, Mr. Dumbo, a time bomb. In contact with the expedition, Dumbo, my superior, Sir Colin Thackeray, has a daily video link, 10 minutes of satellite time. Doctor, good. Tell him to keep a constant guard upon the pod and not to touch it until I arrive. Dumbo, are you leaving immediately? Doctor, why not? I've got my toothbrush. Remember, no pod. Could be dangerous. The doctor leaves vanishing his toothbrush. Dumbo picks up the telephone. Dumbo, Sir Colin, Dumbo here. A chap who called, called in combat unit. Is he quite sane? The research lab. Stevenson is measuring the pod's diameter. Stevenson, credible Charles, Winnet, OC, yes. Stevenson, come in here, here a minute. Winnet enters. Winnet, what's up? Stevenson, it's growing. Winnet, huh? Stevenson is growing five centimetres since this morning. It's growing five centimetres since this morning. Will it? Are you sure? Stephen, check it yourself. Don't believe me. Will it? Doesn't seem possible. Stevenson, I knew there was still life there. I said so, didn't I? Will it? But it's just a pod. I mean, no root system. How can it grow without feeding? Stevenson, sunlight, Charles. Ultraviolet radiation. Will it? But plants need the nitrogen. Stevenson, I believe this is fundamentally different. It may become something that's going to shatter all ideas about plant life. Will it? Yes. Well, don't get carried away, John. Remember what London says. Stevenson, what do you mean? Will it? About leaving this thing alone. Stevenson, well, until this Dr. Character arrives. Why should we? It's our pod. Will it, John? We're working for the World Ecological Bureau. Stevenson, oh, he's probably some old crank like Thackeray's. Dug up out of retirement. He's no more idea what about the pod than we have. Winnet, we'll soon find out he's due in tomorrow. Stevenson, who needs him? Star Discovery. The less said about it, the better. Greenhouse, a mansion played by Ham House Dorset. A butler shows Dunbar is a house, part of a Harrison Chase mansion, which is given over to the cultivation tropical plant. The master of the house wears black rubber gloves. Rubber gloves at all times. Hargreaves, Mr. Dunbar, a well-ecological barrow, sir. Hargreaves leaves. Chase, I don't think I had the pleasure. And what is your brewer doing about the bonsai? Dunbar, bonsai? Mr. Chase? Chase, mutilation, torture, Mr. Dunbar. Hideous, grotesque Japanese practice of miniaturizing shrubs and trees. What is your brewer doing about that? Dunbar, well, I... Chase, no answer. Concerned about the fate of the blue whale? And then it shows that you'd loan this... Most defensive, this part of creation, the great king of plant life, sees no protection on all. 
Dunbar, we try to conserve all the endangered species. It's unlikely to hear that, Mr. Dunbar. Of course you know my concern, my mission, to protect the plant life of Mother Earth. Dunbar, I do, Mr. Chase, which is why I've come to show you something, a new kind of plant. Chase, hybrid for the crime against nature. Dunbar, no, not a hybrid. A mysterious unidentified pod recently discovered on one of our expeditions. Dunbar heard Chase, the photograph. Chase, where was this found? Dunbar, there is a theory. It floated through space from some other biosphere. And the only important thing is, it may still be viable and able to germinate. Chase, Mr. Dunbar, I ask you where the pod was found. Dunbar, in Antarctic. Antarctic. Now, in our violent, violent and uncertain world, Mr. Chase, anything could happen. Such a possible, valuable specimen could easily disappear for a price. Chase, where in the Antarctic? I should want to know the precise location. Dunbar gives Chase an envelope. Chase then goes over to an intercom system. Chase, Hargreaves? Hargreaves, OC, yes, sir. Chase, you and Mr. Scobery, please. Hargreaves, OC, yes, certainly, sir. Chase opens the envelope. Dunbar, X marks the spot. Chase, formal thought and initiative, Mr. Dunbar. Two excellent amplitudes. We shall meet again very soon to discuss your enumeration. Dunbar, you are very kind. A knock on the door. Chase, come, Hargreaves and Scobery. Enter Edward. Hargreaves, yes, sir. Chase, Hargreaves. Say, show Mr. Dunbar out, Hargreaves. This way, Mr. Dunbar. Hargreaves and Dunbar leave. Scooby. You wanted to meet, to see me, Mr. Chase? Chase, yes, Scooby. Scooby. I'm sending you a little to li- on a little errand. I want you to take Mr. Keeler with you. Research lab. Winlet is sitting near the pod, but has dozed off. He wakes again. Takes a sip of his drink, puts the mug down, and closes his eyes again. Pod opens and closes briefly, then opens fully. A tentacle comes out and grabs Winlet's arm. He gets up and tries to get the door, but it collapses. Winlet, Derek, living area. Stevenson gets off his bunk. Stevenson, what was that? What was that, Charles? Mobley, what? What's happened? Research lab. They go along the corridor to the laboratory. Stevenson, Charles, he touches Winlet. He rolls onto his back. Showing his eyes staring out from the green face. Dunbar's office. Thackeray. The intelligence from Stevenson. What do you make of it? Dunbar read. Pod carries infection. Winlet seriously ill. Medic aid needed urgently. Could have been more informative, Sir Colin. Thackeray. He probably doesn't know any more. I've ordered medical team to go to the base. I understand medical conditions are bad. Bound to take at least a day or two. Dunbar, the people from unit should be arriving now. Perhaps they can help. Outside the Antarctic research. The helicopter lands, Mobley. Hello. So you made it. Welcome to the lonely spot on Earth. You must be the doctor. Doctor in his usual clothes while Sarah's in furs. Doctor, yes, Mobley. I'm expecting someone much older. But I'm only 741. I used to be even younger. Helicopter at ease. Mulberry. Diet Mulberry. Sarah, Sarah Jane Smith, and the young, the young doctor's assistant. Don't know how many of you live here. Mobby, everything up to a dozen. But of course, we've got a free. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, 
which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's get inside. There he is. Got the way out of the others. Nobody else on the south end. Not 60 miles away. Ready nice cap. They're getting this kind of weather. They're welcome to it. Come on. Passageway, Sarah. How do you stand it? Nobody else. Sometimes it get, gets quite warm. Glen Green glows breezy. Sarah, crikey. I feel as though I've got Fred Rothbite already. Nobody. Now get, get you something hot to drink. In a tick. Are uh, you okay? You okay dressed like that? Don't seem to notice the cold. But I've been been come ten thousand miles to discuss the weather with Robley. Can I see the sick man? Robley, yes, of course, down his way. Sick man. Well, it very green and twitching under the sheet. Decent? He seems to be conscious, but hasn't spoken a word since last night. Doctor, what's his body temperature? Fevers and well, it's an amazing thing. They're trying to keep him warm, but it's dropping hourly. Doctor and the pulse rate, decent and his body temperature's forty six, pulse rate was eighteen a minute. I'm no medical expert. On these figures he should be dead, shouldn't he? But I wonder. Doctor pulls back the sheet. Leonard's body is covered in green temperatures. Davis a good grief. It wasn't like that an hour ago. Doctor then it's deciphering how long before the medical team arrives. Decent well, difficult to say. Leave conditions. Hopefully tomorrow. But I don't think it's going to be in soon enough, Mr Stevenson. Living here is Sarah's breathing on her fingers to bring them back to life. Mobley brings her, her mug. Mobley there, that ought to warm him up. Sarah thanks. Mobley's better? Sarah, hmm. They say he just found his pod lying there empty. Mobley, yes, and Charles in that state. Now, how, now does that make any sense to you? Blue light in the wall flashes and beeps. Mobley, excuse me? Sarah, yes. Mobley, radio. Sarah, sure. Sick bay, Stevenson. Have you any idea what it can be, Doctor? Doctor, yes, that's why I came here. Stevenson, I thought you came here to see the pod. Doctor, exactly before anything happened, unfortunately. Nobody has. Where's the lab? Stevenson, I'll show you. Research lab. Mobley is on the radio. Mobley, okay, Mike. But try to get something moving. The condition's pretty desperate. Over. Mike, I see. It's understood. Not out. Stevenson, Doctor, enter. Mobley, bad news, Doctor John. That was Mike Watson. Wilson at the South Bend. No team turned back. Stevenson, what about Charles? Did you tell him how bad he is? Mulberry, they're in whiteout conditions, and their snow caps falling into crevice. Our Mike is in touch with the Royal Marine survival team. He might be able to help. I'll try it again as soon as the weather lifts. Stevenson, that may be too that'll be too late. He's dying, isn't he, Doctor? Doctor, no. Stevenson, I thought you said you said in sick bay. Doctor is more serious than death, Mr. Stevenson. Change your form. Stevenson, change your form. Doctor, yes, we need a blood test. Mulberry, a zoologist has to prepare a specimen slide to if, if it'll help. Doctor, yes, it would help. Thank you. Mulberry, right. Mulberry, leave. Doctor Pod. Stevenson, it's over there here. 
Doctor, why did it open? Why? Susan, well, that could have been my fault. I was frozen stiff when we took it out of the ice. I was certain it was still life there. I put it under lamp, but it started, started to disband. Doctor, Mrs. Heaston, what have you done? To result in total destruction of all life on this planet. Particularly, Mulberry draws a stream of blood, red blood from Windmit. Mulberry, Charles, we're trying our best. Charles, help is on its way. Antarctica, the base of the glacier. Doctor is digging in the snow. So, there are doctor, doctor, what are we looking for? Doctor, are you sure this is the place, Stevenson? Stevenson, yes. You told us what you were doing. Perhaps we could help. Doctor, yes, just like I thought. There, another one. Stevenson, how did you. Will there be any more? Doctor, no, they travel in pairs like policemen. Sarah, what, what are we going to do with it? Buy a, a truncheon? Doctor, no, take it into custody and keep it in the freezer. Research lab, Stevenson. Well, you ought to keep it cool. Sarah, who sold you that? The notes, you know? Stevenson, I know a deep, I know a freezer seems superstitious. I hear. We need to keep snow samples until we analyze. Well, the doctor? Doctor, hmm. Well, he's using a microscope. Well, take a look at the blood sample. Doctor, how's Winslet? Well, Winslet? You barely recognize me. As it, it, it is turning into some sort of hideous monster. So that's exactly what's happening, Mulberry. Mulberry, yes, but there must be an answer. Doctor, we if, we, if we can, just increase the magnification. Ah, yes, take a look at that. Mulberry, they, they aren't. These aren't blood platelets. Doctor, you recognise them? Stevenson looks down at the microscope. Stevenson, skips of the fries. Doctor, exactly. Stevenson, I don't believe it. It's not possible. Sarah, would someone mind explaining what these schizophrenes are, please? Stevenson, a small, a small known organism, type bacteria. Plant bacteria? Sarah, plant bacteria? Is someone's bloodstream? But that's interesting, isn't it? A brain human being, his blood turning red with soup. Sarah, listen, Mulberry, they're very low, that, that's very low by the sound of it. Stevenson, it's a medical aircraft. Quick, Derek. Put the blinding strip lights on. Mulvey, we haven't seen anything in this we won't see anything in this blizzard. Living here is Sarah. Should we come out and help you? Mulvey, no, John and I know our way around here. Out there. It's easy to get lost, so Sarah, okay. Mulvey, you ready? Lisa, ready. Mulvey, right. Stevenson, Mulvey, leave. Sarah, will you be able to help that man? Doctor, I don't know, Sarah. He's halfway towards becoming cryptoid. Sarah's cryptoid? Doctor, oh, impression of the pod. Sarah, so you'd recognise it? Doctor, yes, I was fairly certain I saw the photographs. I'm sure. Sarah, well, what is a cryptoid? I know, I mean, what does it do? Doctor, I suppose you could call it a genetic, galactic weed. It's deadlier than any weed you know. Sarah, in what way? Doctor, well, on most planets, the animals eat the vegetation. Sarah, mm hmm. So on the planets where the cryptoids get established, the vegetation eats the planet animals. So, but that's terrifying. Doctor, yes. So, well, how did it get through the space? Got an obvious question. I wish I knew the answer. Possibly this planet is origin turbulent from time to time. Any internal explosions could cause similar matter, surface matter, to go straight into space. Sarah, so what do we do about it? Wimlet. Doctor, I'm thinking, Sarah, I'm thinking. Passage wave. Motley and Stevenson out two men in one men to search station. Motley down this way here. 
living here remotely, right into the chair. There you are, Sarah. Let me take that. Sarah takes the rucksack. Stevenson, come on, sit under yourself down. Sarah, come on, sit down over here. Stevenson, Granny, Derek, Wobbly, right. Doctor, is this your medical team? Stevenson, they are flying a driver direct plane. Wobbly, they just got uh, they just got themselves lost near Brandy. Scooby, thanks. Kayla, sorry to be, su- be such an itch, Scooby. Gobby, we were that, nearly out of fuel when we saw your lights, Sarah. We were very lucky, lights are few and far between out here. So I'd like to take another look at the patient. Stevenson, what now? Starting now. Yes, come on. Stevenson, you look. You just relax before out. Scooby, thanks. Dr. Sarah Mulberry and Stevenson leave. Kayla, do you think they swallowed it? They start asking too many questions. Scooby, why are you worried, Keller? What can they do? Sick bay. Well, it's no longer human, apart from an eye, nose, and mouth. So it's that's horrible, horrible. Dr. Process is almost complete. Mobbly, you can do nothing except just watch it happen. So there is something you can do, but it's drastic. Stevenson, well, what? Doctor, I'm to take the arm. Mobbly, what could, what would that do? Can't you see the infections all over his body? Doctor, but yes, but the arms are sources of infection. It might stop it spreading. Mobbly, you may say he might. What you mean is you don't know. Well, of course I don't know. Give you a breathing space while you try and find an antidote. A chance worth taking, isn't it? Mobbly, who's going to perform this operation? Oh, you are, Mobbly. You're the only one who can. Mobbly, I'm not a surgeon. How about you, you doctor? Doctor, you must help with cells. So he's not a doctor of medicine. Stevenson, botanist. Davidson's botanist, not a zoo, your zoologist. Myself, the most, most qualified among us. Mobbly? But I can't operate on Menlet. Menlet, it's sir. So, oh, at least you could try. You said a philosophy. You know how to handle scalpel. Mobbly, so just specimens, yes, but Charles is a living. Is a human being, Sarah. How much longer, if you don't operate? Look, have you got a medical kit? Stevenson, we've got a full medical kit in the lab. Sarah, well, well. What about it? You're his last chance, Stevenson and Derek. We'll help you in every way you can, Mobley. I'll do my best. Doctor, you good man, Mobley. Come on, let's get started. Sarah, right. Doctor, hot towels. They all leave. Where's that set up? Research lab. Mobley. Take these two down sick bay and start stamping up. Doctor, you need more lights than here. There. Stevenson, I can fix that. Doctor Winslet's got still got a chance. Patrick Mobley. Charles, where's that leaning? Against the wall. Molly puts down on the tray and goes to him. Where's that brandishing around the neck? Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. In unscripted conversations with investment professionals, you'll hear real stories about successes and lessons learned, informed by decades of investment experience. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. New episodes are available monthly. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes in an episode today. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. 
So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.